Hello, and welcome to Tribal Council, a show in which two brothers who had never seen Survivor before started from the very beginning and are now basically up to date, except for, you know, a few dozen seasons in there. I'm Patrick. And I'm Chris. Um, Only like two dozen. Yeah. Yeah, not even a few. Just like two, right? I mean, I would say that two counts as a few. Oh, no way. Mm Mm-hmm. A few is three or more, for sure. I I mean, a hard disagree there. I mean, I don't know. Listeners, get at us. Who do you agree with? Do you think two counts as a few? Email us, tribalcouncilpodcast at gmail.com. The dictionary definition is not many, but more than one. Mm-hmm. Um today is the 20th anniversary of the when a certain event happened on an episode of survivor that aired do you know what that event might have been uh so that would have been fall of 23 november 26th oh sorry it's the 20th anniversary of the time we're recording listeners so november 26th 2003 uh so i think that that would be season seven Am I right about that? Uh, yeah. Uh, so like, if it was the finale, then it would be Sandra winning. But it was I feel not. Like, oh, is it? Is it? Is it? She's dead, dude. Is it? Grandma died. Yeah, it is the twentieth anniversary of Johnny Fairplay finding out his grandma died. Wow. So that's it, fun. Did you look this up yourself, or did you just like see this somewhere? It was on like the Survivor subreddit or something. Gotcha. Okay. Another fun fact I learned um unrelated to that related to nick brown of um survivor who like was named right but he was mentioned last week or the week before i can't remember why though uh we i he was part of my quiz on the survivor auction yeah well i can't remember how this came up but i found out he lives in washington and he is the like United States attorney for my district. Yo. He like wait, okay. This is gonna make me sound really dumb. But with what you just said, I could imagine Washington being Washington DC or Washington State. Washington State. So for the Western District of Washington, which includes Seattle, he is the US attorney. Um he actually I take that back. He was until June of this year. And he resigned because he is uh he started up a candidacy for to become the attorney general of Washington in the next election. Oh. But he like served under like our current governor. Being a US attorney means that he had to be like approved by like the United States Congress and stuff. So like he's a big deal. Yeah. Wow. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Nick Brown. His Wikipedia page is mostly about his attorney career but there's uh like two sentences that talking about how he was on survivor uh i do vaguely remember him wearing like a harvard sweatshirt or a yale sweatshirt or cornell or like i feel like he was like ivy league student or something he so got his he went to law school at harvard and graduated in 2002 so that would have been like right before survivor oh okay um yeah and then a completely unrelated thing to that, I found this last week, but there was like 
a lot happening last week, I think with like the auction quiz, I didn't want to mention it and I hadn't researched it enough. I don't know how I found this site either, but there's the site I found that can do simulations of survivor seasons and it has like preloaded all 44 finished seasons with contestants and you can like do simulations and like, is it Grant like, Steel? Yeah. I've heard of, I've heard of it. I've not like messed around with it. It's pretty cool. You can like set all sorts of different things, like form alliances on it and what their level of like allegiance or loyalty is from like one to nine or something like that. But you can also do completely custom. So I put in our names and our family members names and it was requiring two tribes of 10. So I needed 20 people. And so there's a few pets in here as well. Um, Does the pet end up winning? Well, I don't know. I haven't looked at it yet. I didn't want to spoil it. Oh. So I'll I'll like share this screen with you. um, And then I'll like click through a few and talk through it a little bit. But um, so it like starts with this and it literally will. So like the website is brantsteel.com. That's Brant is B-R-A-N-T and Steel is S-T-E-E-L-E. And you can do simulations of different for, uh, uh, what do you call these shows? Reality shows. Um, but uh, I've only really looked at the Survivor ones. And so like I went in and typed in our names. And so there's the Patrick tribe and the Chris tribe. The Patrick tribe has Patrick and his, uh, and Kayla and his kids and um, one of his dogs. And then our mom and our sister, Laura, and her husband and kids. And then my tribe has uh, Michael and Sarah and Maya, who've been on the show before, and their other siblings and one of their dogs and uh, Laura and Nate's dog and our dad and his wife. And so it's two tribes of 10 facing off each other. And then it'll like... I cannot believe that I'm on a tribe with Piper and not Liz. You've so done me thought, a huge here. So Liz isn't playing at all. I thought about this, and I figured she would have thought, I'm too old for this shit. I don't want to do Survivor. God, I, I would like to vote but Piper, Piper out. Piper would be excited to be on. Um, So I did think about that, because I was like, okay, I need to fill in some spots. And so I went for animals. And I, I also think Michael and Sarah's maybe other dog would prefer. I don't know. But I was blanking on their other dog's name, Lulu. Lulu, but she she gets a little nervous around new people, so I feel like she would not love Survivor. Right. So it starts off with just like the tribes, but then you can go in and like I could you can like click on alliances and I can I can create alliances. Um, Oh no! Did it just reset? Oh man. Okay. Well, whatever just happened, I had didn't have it saved, and so it reset all of our tribes. Uh, So this will be not so interesting um but you can set alliances um at different levels and then you can walk it walks through like every episode or you can jump ahead and so like you can keep clicking proceed and it'll be like here's the opening thing that happened here's the two people that competed and here's what happened and like you can go through like every aspect of the show all the way up to like tribal council and see like votes and who got voted out or you could just like jump ahead to the end to see like what would have happened at the end um so I might I might try to retype all this out um, and do this in the future because it was kind of fun. I did one before we joined just to see like how it worked in the final you the final four was you, Patrick, Kayla, your wife, Piper, 
and Steph, our stepmom. Um, and Interesting. Steph won the final for immunity challenge. She picked Piper to go to the finals with her. And so Patrick and Kayla had to face off in fire making. Kayla beat Patrick. So Patrick lost at fire making. Oh, fuck. And then in the finals, uh, Steph won the whole thing with Kayla getting some votes and Piper getting some votes. Um, I uh, I was talking to Steph and our father, her husband, today because uh, they are watching the season. They have not been watching for a while, and they're watching again this season. And our new listeners to the pod. So, hi, Dad and Steph. Nice. Well, Steph, you won my simulated one that I ran off off mic um but it's pretty cool i thought it would be so maybe i might run it up again and so we can actually get like a more detailed one on mike but the being able to set alliances is kind of cool because you could go in and then doing it like how i had it set up where it was all of our family i could have it be like have like the married couples or the families have like preset kind of allegiances to each other and then still see how it shakes out um and you can have those alliances set to be like permanent alliances or just like loyalty level lower higher depending on things and um yeah yeah seemed kind of cool yeah that's fun i feel like that would be right for like some bonus episodes at some point too yeah we need like yeah go through a whole thing all right well what we should talk about instead of fake survivor is real survivor episode nine the sword of damocles yeah we started camp night after last tribal council um Jake is happy that he is still here. There's actually like a decent amount of like strategy talk that happens that night of like, they all like go around talking to each other. Um, they tell Bruce that Kelly got voted out because she was gunning for Bruce. Um, which is not true, right? Like she like didn't like Bruce, but she wasn't like pushing to get him out yet. Right. Uh, I mean, she wasn't like pushing it yet. I think, it was pretty clear that I think that she would have pushed it if he lost the immunity challenge. Yeah. Like I think that he was, she was rooting against him in the immunity challenge. Yeah. It, it just felt like a convenient way for people to be like, this was, this was Kelly. Kelly wanted you gone. I was, it was interesting that like the people who were all saying this were the people that just like blindsided him. And I was like, you aren't even like doubting this for a second. I know. Cause Bruce seems so like, I don't know. Uh, man, I'm blanking on words. He's like, uh, yeah, he just like doesn't trust anybody. He's paranoid. And I, it seemed like he just took this like immediately. He was like, okay, yeah, that makes sense. And then he like, they told him how um, Kelly had said that he was like overbearing and she felt like she was under house arrest by him. And so he took all of that and was like internalized. Went into like an existential crisis about it. Right. Which like... <clears throat> I I have these conflicting feelings because I was like, Bruce, why are you believing this? Like, at least doubt this a little bit rather than like totally internalize it and get depressed about like who you are as a father. However, it was in fact true. Like Kelly uh, did find it overbearing. Maybe not yeah. quite as much as they described, but like she was complaining about him a lot the past couple episodes. Yeah, but I... Th- that's true but i think she was like he was overbearing but it how it played out was like she was hoping he would be like a shield for her kind of that like people would want to go for him instead of her 
Yeah, but I think that he was like, she's like my daughter, and and she was yeah. like, he's my shield, but a ball and chain and a, uh, oh, now it's my turn to look for words. She called him a liability in the game, mm. which like, yeah. So like, what they were saying to him was like mostly true, but at the same time, I was like, but Bruce, I don't understand why you believe them so quickly. Yeah, that surprised me too um kendra is trying to find some silver lining and kelly being gone she's like well my hands were clean of that so i'll probably have her vote from the jury um she tells katura that d could be the next target which katura takes straight to julie and julie takes to like the re before and austin says to them that they have two idols because he like delayed his vote and so he got a full idol so i think last episode we maybe talked about we weren't sure who knew about austin's idol stuff and here we, the Reba 4 knows that he has two full idols, or actually technically, yes. I think at this point, by the end of the episode, Julie might be in possession of one of those. Yes. Um, I You said because he delayed his vote, it is, it's because Kelly got voted out because of the amulet. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, And the other discussion is of hope to flush Bruce's idol and get rid of Kendra. So that's like the strategy from the Reba 4 at the beginning of this episode. We head into the next day, day 17, which every other, everything else that we see in this episode is on day 17. It's a packed episode all in that yeah. one day. Um, Bruce is in a weird headspace. This is, he's with finding out that Kelly was gunning for him. Um, I just noted that it would be interesting to see Ponderosa footage of Bruce going to Ponderosa if he gets voted out. And mm -hmm. with Kelly, uh, but we don't see that stuff anymore anyway, so that doesn't matter. Um, there's Emily and Austin and Drew walking together. Emily broaches the idea of getting rid of D, kind of as a way to like test their loyalty. Um, but they're they handle it terribly. <laughs> they're not really for that idea. They're interested in trying to flush the idol that Bruce has, and they think that should be the priority. And Austin is unsure if he can blindside D. They uh, just like respond to her with like silence for a long time and then they're like mm, maybe we don't think that's a good idea which is like okay so emily knows that she can't fully like so emily, she's number five like really trying to be like do you trust me or do you trust d more and like at least give her some lip service of like yes we would be willing to cut d but like they don't handle that well at all like what what i feel like is reasonable is there is nine of us we are a five voting block right now. We barely have majority. Yes, we will turn on D, but give us a round or two. Yeah. So that we can build up this majority because if we do it now, we're down to 4-4. Four, four. Yeah, then that would give them time to like think about it. and Right. Even if their answer is going to be no a few people from now, that doesn't matter. Like, and, and if their answer is no, then Emily doesn't have the ability. Like They could take out Emily without Emily having other people to be able to rally against three before. Right. Yeah, because if they can keep uh, Emily on their side, then they don't have to worry about Emily joining other sides. Right. Uh, we get tree mail where they learn that uh, one person will earn immunity, but they have to divide the tribe into thirds. So they discuss kind of how to split people up. And um, Drew suggests they do like each third is like a strong man, a strong woman, and then a weakling. So, Which I was uh, like, I was like, this is bad social play, Drew. This like that sounds bad until I realized that he was describing himself as a weakling, and then I was like, oh, yeah. oh okay, that's actually yeah. 
Yeah, never mind. Yeah, so one of the tribes, is, or one of the like thirds is Keturah, Austin, and Emily, where Emily is the weakling of that tribe, I presume. And then we have Julie, Bruce, and Kendra, where I think Julie is the weakling of that group. And then Drew, D, and Jake, where Drew is the weakling of that group. Yeah, it is weird. The Julie, Kendra, Bruce group is weird because, like, I agree with you that Julie is supposed to be the weakling of that group. But, like, in the previous episode, like, the day before this happened... Her and Julie Bruce were the final was, two. Yes, Julie got second yeah. place in, like, a strength endurance challenge. And then mm -hmm. we will see she does it again this episode. Mm -hmm. And so, like, I think Julie is maybe the strongest of the women. Yeah, well, it depends. because one of the strongest. Yeah, it just depends on what, because they didn't know what the challenge was, like she can handle endurance, but if it was like rolling a huge heavy boulder, maybe that's not the case. Yeah, that's true. Um, Julie is worried, though, that if each of the three, like groups of three has to vote somebody out, that she's probably screwed. Um, and so this is where Austin gives her an idol to hold on to for now. Um, we don't see any more with where that idol goes. So as far as we know, she still has it at the end of this episode, but it's possible she gave it back to him or something. Um, and then we see the challenge, which has a few stages where they will be competing in those teams of three against each other. Um, and then only two teams will do the second stage. And then the winner of that stage wins, like whoever makes it to the final stage wins a reward. They get to go to sanctuary to eat chicken. And the losing team, whoever is uh, the worst in the first stage, um, they lose their vote, but they will get a chance to earn their vote back. Um, what, um, yeah, so the losing team is Emily, Austin, and Keturah. Um, this one, this was kind of an exciting challenge to watch because there was like big comebacks. Like I yeah. typed in my notes like who lost and had to delete it because I was like, oh wait, I did not expect them to be able to make that comeback. Yeah. Um, so uh, Emily Austin Katura lost their vote, which we'll talk about in a minute. Yeah, I I liked the three stage portion of this challenge and liked the like people like it, it eliminating people as we go. I'm all fine with all of that. I did not love the other twists involved in this, which we can talk more about when we get there, I guess. But yeah, didn't love how these votes turned out and everything like that. Yeah, so then the second stage, they have to balance, uh, like, throw these balls up to land on rings, which seems like it would be super frustrating because the rings were fairly small. Yeah, but they're so small. They seem to do it pretty quickly, actually. Um, and, but Kendra, Bruce, and Julie are the team who finishes that first. So they are, um, like, the winning team. And so they will get to go to Sanctuary. But those three are going to battle it out against each other in an endurance um, test. Uh, Jeff tells us that this challenge has been done twice before on Survivor, and it's never been won by a man. Uh, fun fact, that's false. Is it false? Uh, I discovered that it has been done twice before on Survivor, but one of those times was won by a man. It's been oh. won by one man and one woman, and then Bruce. So, he was just wrong. Yeah, just misremembering. Um, Kendra is the first of the three out after trying real hard and then julie draw it was a face off against julie and bruce again like we saw last episode but julie ends up dropping and bruce wins again um yeah. which i made a note to myself that like jeff has to had to have gone back to like the production camp or whatever after this and just be like fuck yeah i'm so glad we brought bruce back like seeing him win back to back he has to be like so happy because 
you have no idea. Like if you're going to bring Bruce back, he could get eliminated immediately. He could suck. And so seeing him win too, Jeff's probably like, yes, this is great. Yeah. Agreed. Uh, it is like also so easy for them to have this uh, Bruce on the chopping block and then winning the challenge. Like that's such an easy narrative to like edit for the mm-hmm. episode is. Yeah. I wonder how like excited they are when that type of shit happens. Yeah. Uh, we get a little bit of time at camp after the challenge of just the like middle team, which was Drew, D, and Jake. They talk about how they can't f- flush Bruce's idol now. Um, they decide to cook up some rice while they're resting and everyone's gone. Um, and they talk how strategy-wise, they don't know whether there's only going to be six votes at the tribal council or up to nine votes, uh, which I noted mathematically is somewhat interesting just because majority then just changes from four to five. Like, even though that's a bigger range in votes, majority is just either four votes if there's six or seven people or five votes if there's eight or nine people, which isn't a huge difference. Um, oh, yeah. Jake mentions to them, to D and Drew, because he knows they're allied, that, like, he's a free agent. He's open to anything. He goes off gathering stuff or looking for stuff while Drew and D talk and finish cooking the rice and eat all of the rice basically including jake's portion and so they have to scrape some off like the bottom of the pot for him which we don't see any like fallout from he's just they're just like oh sorry there's here's your rice jake we burned some of it but there's still some here and he's like all right yeah they do like laugh maniacally about this Mm -hmm. in confessionals and i was like oh reba are the villains Mm -hmm. they're the villains now yeah Uh, We get some time at the sanctuary where they get a rotisserie chicken to eat. Where good things happen, Chris. With yeah, that is true. There's a quote from Jake earlier where, uh, when Jeff mentions that, Jake says, "quote I like good things. Good things are good." Mm -hmm. It's true. Yeah, I man, I love Jake. This was a. I mean, it's nice that they got chicken. I was shocked that there was. It was just a chicken. There's nothing. No, no sides, no no fixes, drinks, no plates, no forks, like not even chicken. like water, like no drinks. It was just chicken. I was like, man, my mouth would just like get dried out eating this chicken. Like I want something, no dips, no sauces, no sauce. So- like, yeah, I was like, oh, okay. It's just a plate of chicken. All right. Yeah. Um, it was, I was wild. Uh, Kendra says that she hasn't eaten chicken for 15 years, which that's probably going to wreck her system a little bit. Um, Bruce is happy. The war reward really like turned his spirits around after um, having that crisis about how he treated Kelly. They discuss some strategy. Kendra says she's worried about Austin and Dee, and she thinks that they're secretly in love. Um, Julie suggests Jake. Bruce says he's cool with that, and so is Kendra. And we see the journey, which is the losing tribe of Emily, Austin, and Katura have to lost their vote, but Jeff sends them on this journey where they have the chance to earn it back. And they each individually get this like math logic puzzle. And if they can solve it in time, they get their vote back. If not, they don't. Um, uh, I, did you try this puzzle? Yeah, I've actually done this before. I've seen this before. Uh, um, so I already knew about this one. I, I was, I mean, we are very much a like math puzzle family. Uh, so I expected that I would like, this wouldn't be too bad for me. And I solved it pretty quickly mentally. But then was like, but I think that if I was like on a three minute hard timer and hadn't eaten in two weeks, 
this would be much harder. And I just hiked up a big hill. Like, I think that I would, like, struggle with this much more. Uh, which, like, Emily describes, like, I feel like I should be good at this. And this is, like, embarrassing that I failed this. Uh, but I'm like, girl, you haven't eaten in two weeks. Like, I, this would be so much harder, I think. Yeah, I mean, part of her reason for voicing that, too, was because she's a, like, analyst. So yeah, stock like, people, people are going to expect I'm good at math, but I'm, I would imagine all of that stuff she's doing is like in spreadsheets. Like she's not having to do that right. math herself. Right. Um, so, yeah. So Austin is the only one who gets the solution to this. Katur and Emily both lose their votes. So I did not mind this way of having them earn their votes back. I like if this was something they tried to do in seasons like 41 or 42, it would have been like, a crapshoot of just like draw something randomly from a bag like hey you happen to get it back yeah they did like so many just like by chance sort of things but this is one where like you can use skill to actually earn it back so i did not mind this way of doing it it is still like somewhat frustrating that we can't just have a normal tribal council where everybody gets to vote but that is mostly what frustrates me i'm like give give the like fine if you want to link loop link a reward into it give that like top three that reward but like the potential i which i know that this was trying to avoid that potential but the potential that three people could have lost their vote here we have not had an episode since the merge where we just have like everybody votes like i would i would love just an everybody votes episode yeah yeah they there's like this whole new era, this this set of episodes after the merge where this like always happens and it would be nice to just get everybody voting. Now this does like stop things from happening of if like there's a pagonging happening where like there's just a clear majority and um it goes from there, but I don't know. Except like I think that like in this instance, the not being sure how many votes there are leads to like okay we need to get everybody on the same page and we need like we need to dogpile and so it does kind of like give the majority a lot more power there because people are scared to like make a move because they don't actually know who has votes and who doesn't so yeah. it makes it harder to strategize there was I did see an idea online or on a podcast that uh one person was like i think i would have liked this more if the three groups of people did not come together at camp if it was just like they go to the sanctuary or they go back to camp or they go on this journey and then they go to tribal council and like they have to like strategize basically like at tribal through that talking and trying to figure out what people are thinking and who has votes there rather than like getting time at camp altogether i was like that sounds interesting to me but yeah but i feel like it would have just turned into an open tribal so it would have been like them just strategize like scrambling like they do at camp just at tribal yeah, more chaotically. That's maybe true. Um, I also saw some ideas online. People were surprised that like Julie didn't throw it for her team. Because Julie knew yes. she teamed up with Bruce and Kendra and she knew they wanted Bruce gone. And so it's like, well, you could force Bruce to potentially lose his vote by just like really sucking in part of the challenge, like in the first step or second step of the challenge. Right. I she did kind of struggle on like the first balance beam. And I thought that that's what she was doing because originally she was like scared of like, I don't want to be like the three of us are 
like I'm she was basically like I'm with two enemies so I'm scared right. about that but I was like oh you have the ability to make two of your enemies lose their votes like mm-hmm. maybe you should do this Julie but it did not seem to come into play yeah I think that would have been a very smart move but I yeah I also feel like she could have played it well of just like yeah you know balancing is hard oh yeah but um and then we get some time back at camp where everybody is back um Jake talks to Drew. Drew tells him that his threat level is low and that it could be Katura or Kendra going. Uh, the reward and journey folks get back at the same time. They all say that they don't have a vote. And then Austin tells his core four that he does have a vote. He got his back. I uh, think this would have been disastrous if Emily found this out and he didn't tell Emily. It turns yeah. out that he, he'll never get caught on this. Uh, but I think it is interesting that he, like, it is very telling to us of like, okay, Austin is clearly in with Ariba 4 more than he is with Emily. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I made that note at the end when they revealed the votes. I was like, man, Austin got lucky that they didn't, they don't reveal all of the votes because it meant that his lie does not get revealed. Right. Uh, so the plan that they kind of talk about is to have the non Reba 4 think that Jake is the vote and then like the Reba 4 want to go for Kendra. Um, Julie is kind of annoyed by this because she felt like from the reward that she was like trying to work with Bruce a little bit or at least like make headway with like convincing him to like being able to control his vote kind of um and Jake wrote her name down mm-hmm. and so she like has a vendetta against Jake it's like yeah no I I kind of want to work with Kendra I don't want to work with Jake um Kendra and talking to Bruce feels like they're actually going for her and not for Jake Emily tells Drew that she's heard that they're going for Jake, and he's like, oh, wait, I thought we were going for Kendra, which seemed to be like a big slip up from Drew that like, it just seemed like a easy lie here or like, I don't know, it seemed like a big slip up on Drew to like, he wasn't fitting all of his lies together correctly or something like this that he was like, wait, what? I thought this was the plan. Yeah, which then leads Emily to say, who did you come up with that plan with? And, like, who is in on that plan? Trying to get Drew to mess up more, essentially. Mm-hmm. Uh, because she's like, clearly you are planning things without me. So what's going on here? This this episode was really a, like, Emily Drew Austin breaks down episode. Mm-hmm. Which I guess that goes to show, because, like, from what we've seen before, this was, like, Drew's seems to be pretty good strategically and so it just goes to show how it must get difficult to be like because they're like he's got his alliance he's kind of got an alliance with emily he's got all the other people but then their plan is also like okay we're going to tell these people this thing and these people this thing and that it's just like when you're not eating all that time and you're exhausted and there's all these different things going around it's just hard to keep everything straight yeah um so we go to tribal council uh, which we get there throughout tribal council. There's a little bit of whispering between Caleb and Kelly, who are the only two on the jury. Kelly just got voted out the night before in a bad, um, like blindside, and so she, you can tell she's still like hurting from that. That makes sense. I think I forgot when I was watching it that this was the night before mm-hmm. because, like, Caleb is like holding her hand and like consoling her throughout mm-hmm. it. Which I, at first I was like, are they like into each other a little bit? Like, they're like real close here. But him like consoling Kelly as this is very difficult emotionally makes 
a lot of sense. Yeah, which especially I was like, like going through a hard time, but I I forgot that this was like twenty four hours after she was blindsided. So, right. Yeah. And where we like saw her have like a big emotional reaction to the blind side too. Right. Um, Caleb whispers to Kelly, Bruce has been safe for 16 out of 17 days. Um, during their talk at tribal council, Drew mentions it's like the sort of Damocles situation. That's the name of the episode. Uh, which Jeff, like they like cut to Jeff who like crossed his legs and leaned back. Like he was like all here for some sort of like metaphor or story, like linking to something. He was just like, okay, go on professor. Tell us about the sort of Damocles. Uh-huh. Which we didn't actually get to hear much about the sort of Damocles um drew mentions that people could have lied about having their votes or not and kendra's like wait what people could have <laughs> lied about losing their vote like, or we not? don't know how many votes we have and kendra was like no we have six they all lost their votes what are you talking about yeah and kendra's shocked that people could have lied and then jeff is like kendra really like you're surprised people could be lying and she's like i just didn't think about it and he's shocked by this um when they go vote, Caleb whispers to Kelly that he has no idea who's going home, which it was, I liked getting that insight from the jury because they only get to see what see happened to the tribal council and all of their answers are so like vague and non-committing, like when they're talking about different things that it probably is tough to know exactly like, what's going on. Um, Austin, when he goes, one thing of note is when Austin goes up to vote, he is supposedly doesn't have a vote and so he shouldn't have to spend very long up there so when he gets up there he like hurriedly scribbles something down he knows he has to vote fast because he has to get out of there to make it seem like he didn't have a vote um yeah and kendra gets voted out six to one fun fact this is the third k in a row to be voted out caleb kelly and kendra yeah the jury is all k's i noticed that um too. and there's still a k left in the show so katura could go next but right now that's three of the same first initial getting voted out in a row which is of the seasons we have seen one through 17 and 41 through this uh there's been one time that that has been tied but has never been beaten um which i would not expect you to be able to guess but i will tell you it happened in survivor guatemala so with that information can you guess three people with the same name that would have gotten eliminated in a row um were they Jays? Nope. That season had two Jays in it, Jamie and Judd, but they did not get eliminated back to back. What what letter is it? B. Oh. This season oh, had boy. a lot of Bs. There was one, two, three, four, five, six, six Bs this season. I can name zero of them. Bobby John. Bobby John was not part of the trio that got eliminated. But at the same time, so the, I, I read these names and I was like, I don't remember these people existing. But I remember they were pretty... Rafe, Steph, and Danny and no one else in that season. The woman who won the car, but I don't remember her name. Cindy. Uh, Lid, oh, there was a Cindy. Yeah, and a Lydia. Judd, Gary. Gary, the football player. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Uh, so the third person voted out was Brianna or Brianna. The fourth person voted out was Brooke, and the fifth person voted out was Blake. And those people have never played Survivor. I don't yeah. know what you're talking and about. And then after that, there was Margaret and then Brian. So there was almost four Bs in a row. Ooh, and, I remember Margaret and Brian. And then after Brian, there was Amy, and then Brandon and Bobby John. So like out of uh, what, eight? eight votes and six of them were Bs. 
but the only the longest streak was three and so i checked every season that was the only time there was a strain of three of the same that of the seasons we have seen and so what we just saw happen in 45 with caleb kelly and kendra tied that from survivor guatemala next week maybe we'll beat it if katura gets voted out which is like not out of the realm of possibility no uh they give us a little bit for next week um emily and bruce want to take a shot i don't remember what that was referring to i think it was just they want to take a shot i think that's all we got a shot like a drink or a shot at like making a move oh no like want to take a shot at an alliance like at okay right okay um and then jake was throwing out drew's name and then it it had the line of like drew saying something like what are you a mobster because um of whatever jake said and next week's episode title is how am i the mobster so my prediction is that jake is going to say how am i the mobster uh but we'll see i will go ahead and i think you're probably right but i will say drew in like a jake is like i'm the mobster you're the mobster how am i the mobster uh we should pick an mvp for this episode that we just watched though oh we should do that you got ahead of me uh this one is real hard because i feel like a lot of people messed up this uh okay i have mine i do too Three, two, one. D. Oh, Bruce is a good answer. I didn't even consider Bruce. Yeah, I mean, he won and like second in a row. And there was like the little bit of Julie, like kind of wanting to like work with him slightly that I was like, okay, maybe Bruce is going to be able to actually like make something happen here. Still don't really. Yeah, that's a good answer. I said D because. I was mostly like, who does getting Kendra out help? And it was like D that really wanted Kendra out because Kendra started to say her name. And so she made that happen. She also got some extra rice for no reason and didn't seem to get clocked for that. And like her edit is becoming more villainous. But I think that like her gameplay, she is like solidly in this alliance that is very strong and uh, seems fairly safe right now mm-hmm. um uh, at this point in the show austin has two idols bruce has one idol um at this point in fantasy patrick is beating me by like 250 points uh so i've got a lot of work to do in these last few episodes um other predictions last week we predicted that d or bruce would be eliminated and we were wrong we predicted bruce or drew would say the name of the episode and patrick was correct drew said the name of the episode and we our final threes aren't changing because we didn't lose anybody from there. So I still have Austin, Bruce, and Emily, and Patrick has Austin, Jake, and Emily. And so we need to pre or we talked about the next episode title already of why am I the mobster? I predict Jake or Patrick predicts Drew. So we need to pick who the next boot is gonna be. I'm gonna say Julie. I think that they are gonna take a shot at the re before it's gonna happen. Uh, but Emily's not going to want to target Austin or Drew because she's going to want to like get them up from the re before, and D's going to win immunity or something. So it's going to be Julie. I think that's a good answer. How do you think they're gonna? Who's going to be their swing vote? Like, because right now it's it would be a four four tie with like the re before. Uh, I guess I don't know. Maybe convince the re before to go Bruce 
and like claim that they're splitting the vote between like Bruce and Katura or something like that, but they mm-hmm. actually put their votes on Julie and take out and like Bruce, then Bruce plays his idol. Yeah, that might be. Hmm. That would I'm gonna... also like holding one of those idols. They would take out Bruce's idol and the idol that Julie currently has at the same time, which would be kind of fun. Yeah, I'm gonna guess Katura and just predict that the sh- it's gonna seem or they're gonna talk about like potentially Emily joining with the other people like the Bellows, and then she's gonna maybe realize she doesn't have the numbers and just stick with the Reba four and vote out somebody that's not Reba. So Katura, and it'll get four Ks in a row, so that could be fun. Mm-hmm. Which would then push Katura is also the last alphabetically. When we got to jury phase, we had four Ks and they were the last alphabetically. And so it's like the reverse of the Sean from season one, Borneo. Was it Sean? Yeah. Uh huh. Who did the alphabetical votes of voting people out? He just voted yeah. alphabetically. Yeah. Um. Do you? I think that's that everything with that episode we got to talk about. Do you got a luxury item this week? I do. Um, my luxury item is going to be good Christmas. Uh, so specifically. Our family has been listening to a lot of uh, three albums, mostly, that Oliver really likes and also we really like. Two of them are Leslie Odom Jr., who I was introduced to because he played Aaron Burr in the original Broadway cast of Hamilton. Um, He has, like, two, like, jazzy Christmas albums that are both excellent. Um, So I highly recommend both of those. One is called The Christmas Album and one is called Simply Christmas. Um, and then also, uh, Hannah Waddingham, who plays, uh, the boss in Ted Lasso. I cannot think of her character's name. Um, she just released like a Christmas special on Apple TV plus that I have not seen, but I've listened to the album for like many times in the last week. Um, and it is excellent. She has an absolutely amazing voice. Uh, and she has, like, a bunch of fun co-stars, including, like, the guy that plays Jimmy Tart. Uh, the guy that plays Coach Beard is also, like, uh, he has, like, a saxophone solo on it. He doesn't sing. Um, but, yeah. Uh, that one is called Hannah Waddingham Home for Christmas. Um, specifically, Oliver really, really loves Run Rudolph Run from that album. So, if you have a toddler, they might be into that song. But, yeah. Good Christmas music, and specifically those three albums. Okay, nice. Very cool. I've been having Christmas on the rotation as well. Uh, my plug this week is big bowls. Just like a good-sized bowl. Sometimes mm-hmm. I'll make like ramen or have some noodles or something, and my normal like soup bowls just aren't quite the size for it. And so just some bigger bowls, big big bowls. Oh, I thought you meant like a mixing bowl. You mean like a big... No, too big. That's too big. Um, I mean, like, can it ever be too big? Well, so sometimes I do use mixing bowls, but I asked for Christmas, and Mom sent some of my Christmas gifts directly here, so I don't have to, like, get them back from Ohio when I go there. And so one of the things I asked for was these big bowls. And so I've been using them this week because she sent them already. Um, And the ones I picked out on Amazon are great. They're like... 64 ounce which is a lot holds like a half gallon that is a lot 
it is a perfect size bowl. I'm very excited about them and we'll potentially order more because it was like a set of three and I like them a lot. So there we go. Big bowls. Listeners, Damn. you can email us at tribalcouncilpodcast at gmail.com and tell us about the Christmas music you've been listening to or the size of bowl you prefer. And... Or listeners, if you happen to be part of our family and are looking for a Christmas idea for Chris, get us some of these big bowls. Well, I know I I suggest don't do that because I am pretty picky about it. And I did a lot of research to find this exact set that I wanted. And I'm happy about that set. But like the size is important, regardless what other people say sometimes. Size matters. And I like I did a lot of research into this. So don't just buy me any old big bowl. Like because what No, I mean big... like talk to mom and like get the same bowls. Yeah, that could be. But that's also gonna be meaning mom has to remember what she ordered. That's fair. For the record, I'm not planning on doing this because I already have your Christmas present and your birthday present. So sweet. I ordered this is this is just family business, but I ordered some Christmas gifts already that'll be arriving starting tomorrow. So don't open packages addressed to me at your house. Can I tell you something wild that I know she's going to listen to this podcast, but something wild that my mom that our mom asked me the other day? I to- it- you had told me last week that you were going to have Christmas gifts sent to our house. Uh, listeners, if you forget, our mom lives with me. Um, and I so I let her know, like, make sure that you are looking at the names on any packages that come because we are going to start ordering Christmas gifts that will get sent to us. And Chris is sending stuff to our house. And she said, oh, are his gifts going to be in your name or in my name? And I said, well, they're going to be in his name. And she didn't realize that you could just put anyone's name and send it to the address. She this didn't is know shocking. how happened because you don't live here. And I was well, like, she should know this me. because she's just sent me three packages. And you know where she sent them? Not my house. She sent them to the house I used to live at. <laughs> I, I mentioned this because I knew about this. I was like, I no, you could you would put John Smith and put our address and it would come here. Yeah. Like you could put anything and it would come here. Yeah. Yeah. She has firsthand knowledge of this. I had to contact the people that live at the house I used to live at and go pick up the packages, which ended up being pretty easy to do. But um yeah, you can send stuff anywhere. Anything. Good thing they didn't want big bowls. No. Uh I mean, they seem pretty nice. They probably would like big bowls. I don't know. Listeners. <laughs> Email us if you don't want us to include all of this family chat. We probably will still do it when it comes up, but you could just let us know. Tribal Council Podcast at gmail.com. And for this week of Tribal Council, this is Chris signing off. This is Patrick. And the tribe has spoken. A, B, C, D, E, F, bold. Hey,